The Spirit of Self-Love podcast reminds us that we are all miraculous beings with purpose and can help humanity elevate and evolve by returning within. Do you remember who you really are? Hello, leaders. Thank you for joining us today. In my previous episode, I talked about authenticity and speaking my truth. This episode of Spirit of Self-Love is about intentional self-expression not just the act of speaking our truth and expressing our authentic self, but being intentional about it. Our intention is the energy that supports any action, belief, or idea. We can choose what energy supports our creativity. We can create an anger out of fear, hiding behind our ego, or we can build a compassionate, expanded world with acceptance, willingness, courage, and unconditional love. This episode is called We Deserve to be Seen, and I'm going to discuss two topics. The first one is about surrendering our people-pleasing habits, and the second one is about using the intentions of compassion and kind lovingness to express our truth and embrace our authenticity. I hope today's episode encourages you to show up for the expansion of humanity, the collective. I hope it empowers you to release the fear of being your authentic self and to courageously and willingly present your authenticity to a world that sees how you shine and patiently waits for you to see it for yourself. With surrendering our people-pleasing habits, the current energy that the collective is in, we are readjusting our priorities, discerning what serves us on our path, and realizing what we can let go of on our journey. We're in clarity mode, and this clarity mode is calling us to do some cleaning up in every aspect of our lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. A lot of people are realizing that they have total control over their mindset and belief systems. Our beliefs can always change, just as elements of our physical reality are ever-evolving, from shifting our careers, relationships, skills, or possessions. Our beliefs can also adapt and transform, because we are experiencing an ever-evolving world and universe. Expanding our minds and re-examining our core beliefs allow us to grow spiritually. What thoughts and feelings have you been experiencing lately? that don't allow you to feel energetically expansive. The falsehoods and illusions in this world will have us believe that people-pleasing, living under the obligations and expectations of others in order to receive their approval is where happiness and purpose can be found. The truth, leaders, is that authentic fulfillment is a direct result of being our authentic selves. By speaking and embodying our truth, we connect to our soulful truth. We all have these conscious and subconscious beliefs of what society wants from us, so we act, think, and feel in ways that seek validation from other people or from sources outside of ourselves. And most of the time, we don't even realize we're doing it. Everyone who is listening knows that the number one truth of self-love is that only you can validate yourself. And only you can validate you because no one else has experienced the exact experiences that you have. No one else has seen what you've seen. No one else has felt things how you felt them. So when we seek validation from outside sources, that's a huge sign that we're just deeply needing validation from ourselves. Let's try this visualization exercise. In my self-love coaching, I use this analogy and technique to visualize the ways we allow people's opinions to control our lives. So let's visualize a set of a television sitcom that's recorded in front of a live studio audience. 
So if you've ever seen any behind-the-scenes footage of how television sitcoms are made, you can envision the set or the stage where the actors perform, and then there's the seating area where the live studio audience sits. So let's say for this analogy, you are the actor, and the set in the whole show represents your life. In this particular sitcom, you're not only the actor, you're the writer, the director, the producer, all of it. The people who are your studio audience are the various people who you've connected with in your life. There are family members, old friends, new friends, acquaintances, co-workers, managers, neighbors, the people you walk by down the street, pretty much everyone you've ever come into contact with makes up your very, very large studio audience. So while you're creating, starring in, and putting on the show called Your Life, it can feel like everyone you've ever encountered who make up what you consider to be your society is watching it, judging it, laughing at it, booing, cheering, or tweeting about how much it sucks. All of these people in your studio audience are watching this show, but they're all reacting differently to it and forming their own opinions about it. In this sitcom, and this studio audience, you're not going to be able to get every single person to have the same reaction to it, because you can't control anyone's reaction to your life. They're all perceiving your show, your life, differently. And you can't allow your studio audience to affect how you feel about it, because you're ultimately building and creating this for yourself, your own unique path. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Just a few quick things. Review, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening now. You can follow us on Instagram at Spirit of Self Love. To learn more, visit spiritofselflove.substack.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the rest of the episode. When it comes to creating your own life, it's not about doing it to make everyone in the audience happy, everyone in your life happy. It's to create a life that makes you happy. Even the people you care the most about pleasing, remember that it's not for them. We can't create our lives for the validation of others. We create it for the validation of our own authentic self. Often, when we feel obligated to be someone we're not or live under the expectations to be a certain way that feels inauthentic to us, a lot of what we believe other people are thinking about us is our own projection of our insecurities. When we fear expressing our authenticity because we're worried about what other people will think and we care too much about being perceived a certain way by other people, we block our creative flow of self-expression. We express ourselves in infinite ways, especially through speaking. But when I refer to speaking, I don't just mean verbal, vocal language. Speaking is self-expression that takes form in a multitude of ways. Our thoughts speak. Our feelings speak. So do our actions and intentions. And of course, those who don't speak with their voice but communicate through other forms of language speak too. When we speak our truth compassionately and express ourselves fearlessly, our authenticity glows. Our aura and our energy become undeniable. Those that fear their own darkness and light have difficulty recognizing the glow of authenticity in others because they haven't experienced it within themselves. And we don't have to dim ourselves because other people are used to hiding from their own authenticity. Don't turn the heat of our hearts down because the people in the room are too warm. We're here to burn the fire in our hearts so brightly, vibrantly, and proudly. How we use this fire within our hearts creates the glow of our authenticity. And it's important that our intentions are pure and help serve a connected, compassionate world. Do we use our fire as a torch, lighting the way for others on our collective journey to return to love? 
Do we use it like a lighthouse, signaling to those who feel lost and alone as a reminder that they are supported? Or do we use the fire to burn bridges or to inflict harm? When our authenticity glows, we captivate people. People are in awe of us and what we've been capable of awakening within ourselves. We're not obligated to awaken other people because everyone is on their own journey and path, but it's an inevitable symptom that those around us will be influenced by witnessing how we glow. They become affected energetically on conscious and unconscious levels. When we remember how powerful our essence of pure divine love is, we become more intentional with how we utilize this authentic glow. We become more mindful of our actions, beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and in the words we speak. And this brings us to the second part of this episode, which is about compassionate intentions. If you visualize your path of authenticity, self-expression, self-love, and remembering as a river, your intention is the current that moves the little boat you're sitting in. The more your intentions are in alignment with pure divine love, the easier and steadier your current flows. The thing is, while you're in your little boat, you don't have a paddle or an oar to steer the boat with. You utilize your self-trust and your self-faith to allow the current to guide you along your path. Pure trust and pure faith in yourself steer you while your intentions shift you along the river. I know from my own experience that it hasn't been easy for me to feel fully confident presenting myself to the world. For the past year, I've been producing and facilitating events in Boston, like empowerment workshops, where I talk about my adoptee experience and how I've learned self-love through that. And I have open mic nights where I feature the works of my very incredibly talented friends and colleagues. It's been easier for me to see the brilliance of other people before recognizing the brilliance in myself. But since we are all reflections of each other, what I see in someone else, I'm being shown that that characteristic and quality exists in me as well. By doing these events and seeing other artists and performers speak into the microphone with courage, grace, and openness, it's been teaching me what fearlessly showing up looks like. Without censoring ourselves, without over-editing our words, not caring if we don't hit all of our notes, not caring if we forget the words, not being worried about how many people are in the audience or even what the audience thinks, just showing up, being there for ourselves, is a powerful thing. Everyone is going to have a different perception of us, and their judgments and how they perceive us has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with the relationship they have with themselves. So if we threaten people because our heart burns a little too hot for the temperature they're used to, we can't control that. We can't control what anyone thinks of us, but we can control how we think of ourselves, and it can always be better. With kind, loving, and accepting intentions, the more we show up for ourselves, the more we can show up for humanity. We can't change anyone, but we do have the power to affect and influence people when they see us embodying our authenticity. In that way, showing up authentically in the world impacts all of us. So let's decide to show up in ways that celebrate and honor unity, intentionally change the world, and allow us to push through our inner fears of being seen. We deserve to let our brilliance shine. We can't allow the fear of other people's judgments make us feel like we need to dim ourselves. When we no longer feel expected or obligated by the people in our life, our studio audience, to play by their rules, we liberate ourselves. When we speak into the mic, and we share a piece of our authenticity, we free ourselves. 
When we know that we're perfectly imperfect, and everyone else is perfectly imperfect, that we're all flawed, beautifully, uniquely, any resentment we've been carrying around can finally be released, and we liberate ourselves. Allow yourself to release the fear of visibility right now. Thank you for listening today. You are loved so profoundly. Thank you for being here at this time to assist in the evolution of humanity. Thank you for being a leader of the self-love movement. Remember who you really are, love always, and I'll meet you at the next one.